show. We're never gonna die. We're gonna live forever. We've got a guest today, and his name is Matt. He's from Rhode Island, and he's got no hair right now, at least. I don't know if it's a choice <laughs> or if it's genetics. It's a genetic choice. A genetic nice. choice. A genetic choice. I like We can it. do that. If you're in China, you can genetically choose your DNA for well, your babies. While I was in the womb, I was like, all right, listen, 22 years old, it's going to start falling out. Really? This is what we're doing, team. Yeah, it was bad. It was I've got oh. real, thin, real thinning hair myself up here. Classic female pattern. <laughs> Sucks. <laughs> Sucks. I've got a... Yeah, and then there's Mike over look here being an hair. asshole. <laughs> being an asshole it's okay with but his i do hair. have a, i do have a high hairline i i've got i've got a forehead for days is it receding or do you just uh, have a five head receding i just have a five head five heads <laughs> welcome everyone Four to heads. aawy the and also with you podcast from <laughs> affable idiots every week join us and all your other lifelong friends as we laugh together <laughs> <laughs> we share secrets. We've got a lot today we're going to share. Uh, and strengthen our friendships on this off-color Mr. Rogers-esque show. I'm one of your hosts, Chad Michael Ennis. We have our usual Jesse Neal. Hello. And as Jesse already sang in the beginning, we've got Matt from Rhode Island. Say hello, Matt. Hello, Matt. Oh, nice. Very good. <laughs> Classic, Very right? good. Yeah. <laughs> What's going um, on? Matt, you are one of my favorite people. You oh, do a lot Chad. of really cool shit. Chad. He literally has an arcade machine. Make it out of what? (laughs) Inside jokes that no one but us gets. Great, great, great content. No, I said make out about it. And I said make it out of what, which was the inside joke. Oh, yeah. So you're the one that fucked the pooch on that one. You're having sex with dogs again. Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Matt literally has a Cruise in the World arcade cabinet that he's turning into a Mario Kart game. Double like, dash specifically. Fucking, it's gonna. You're be the sweet. coolest person. Tell us about your life. Uh, my life right now is inside of these four walls for the last mm. five months. Mm. Uh, that's about it. I, I I work in an industry that is very much damaged by what's going on in the world with the coronavirus, COVID nineteen. So that's fun. But I've been able to do cool things at home, and that's about it. That's me right there in a nutshell. Do you Doing have any cool pets things at home or a spouse? I do. I have three cats. I have a fiance. Let me tell you about the cats first. <laughs> three, three cats. Uh, one Batman that I had on my own. I had him. Uh, <laughs> you had on you your own. Single dad. dad birthed <laughs> it yourself. He was with me while I was solo, Bachelor Matt. Mm-hmm. And then he was folded in almost like Brady Bunch esque with Lindy, my fiance, her cats. Nice. She has two Persians, Finn and Louie. And now they live all together, and they get along for the most part. Nice. Cats. And they're some of the angriest looking cats. And they're so Lindy, angry. Ever is seen. Lindy a human? <laughs> Lindy is yes. Lindy is in <laughs> fact a human. Uh, she's not here right now, but uh, she yeah she is a human, and cool. we uh, we're both from Rhode Island. She's from Cranston. I'm from North Providence. Classic wrong side of the tracks story. Yeah. Um, yeah. Real you know, Romeo and Juliet kind of love. Yes. <laughs> Except you made it past thirteen or twelve. Yes. Or however old they yeah. were. <laughs> Isn't that sick to to realize that that's how old they were? Yeah. And it took place over like two days or something. Yeah. It's really not that good God. a story. I mean, your love Freaking story is, is wonderful. Romeo and Juliet more, is not. Yeah. It's more like a, a comedy than a tragedy. <laughs> yes. For sure. Oh, I that's hope. How I we'll like see. It. I mean, we're getting married this year, so we'll see. Whoop, whoop. Proud of you. 
That's awesome. We are uh, going to start by, I'm going to ask both of you a question, and I want you to answer honestly. Okay? Cool. Okay? Got it. Okay. I, so that was me stalling because I hadn't prepared a question ahead of time. <laughs> yeah, you got to improv well, the question, it. <laughs> yeah, you got to improv the question. The question is, what's your favorite thing that you have in eyesight right now? In eyesight? Oh. Yes. What can you look around you and see, and what's your favorite thing that you have in your room in eyesight? Do you want me to get it? Can I, can I reach for it? <laughs> sure. If, it, if it's removable and obtainable. I don't know if the camera could see that. Please, please tell me all about this yes. man on the toilet that you have. So, <laughs> I I've been That's running. Beautiful. I am the I am the commissioner of a fantasy football league, and this is it's kind of a secret. I don't know if any, if any of my league members are watching, but this is kind of a secret. But I'm exposing it now. <gasps> this is a the topper for our new trophy that I'm currently working on making for our nice. winner for our league winner. And what it is is. A good depiction on what of what fancy football really is. It's someone on the toilet looking at their phone. Did and you I had make someone that? Design, that topper? I, no, I didn't. So I, I actually sourced out on Twitter. I asked if there was any 3D designers that nice. could help me out. And this, this guy, Ricky from L.A., hit me up. It just a rant, guy I've never met before, talked before. He, we worked on this for a few days. And then he nice. sent me the file, and I had it printed out 3D style. Uh, through this company online and it's got shipped to my house and now I have it and I'm going to make it into a trophy. That's amazing. Yeah, it's awesome. That I, is, can't, I can't wait to show them. Uh, Before I ask that question, I could have never imagined it going that well. What'd you say? So, thank you. <laughs> I could have never imagined the response to that question being that no, good. I can't top that. Uh, <laughs> I, I have this glass of water from a bar. <laughs> <laughs> I stole the glass from a bar in North Carolina. It's a actually a south carolina brewery uh foothills brewing uh that is not where i stole it but now that i'm living in chicago i have to have my stolen carolina pride but nice. only Be stolen good. um i don't i, mean, I guess that's thing. my favorite thing oh can i change my answer i found something else yes. <laughs> yes. it's this happy birthday card i bought for my nephew three years ago and it's still oh. in the plastic i keep forgetting <laughs> yes. to send it <laughs> is it a specific card like does it say his birthday from that many years ago or is it no it just says just it says it i think it just says happy birthday i've never opened oh, it blank inside so it's Perfect. just he likes spider-man so it's just a little kid as a spider-man it says happy birthday maybe i'll send it to him for his birthday this year it's next month well, that Spider -Man is the most card. Jesse thing that I could ever imagine. <laughs> yep. Didn't she that. do the same That's thing for my, my sister when she came to visit and you like got her a card that you were going to give her the day she left, but then you were going to mail it to her and it took you like a year and a half to mail it to her? Yeah, but I did finally send it. Oh, I have another thing. Can I tell you one more? I'm sorry. Jesus. Yes, yes. I just Please forgot do. I had this. So I work in travel and I used to work in leisure travel, so putting vacations together Ooh, for people. Sexy travel. And this fun, unique gentleman came in and I <laughs> booked him to India. And he put together an entire book for me. Handwritten. handwritten. I was gonna say yeah, like. handwritten. Handwritten. He, oh, so, and this is the table of contents right here on the first page. Go <laughs> to table of contents. That's adorable. Yep. Cultural study of <laughs> India presented to Jesse Neal, Liberty Travel, written by this guy's name, Tourist. 
uh, 21 pages from 72 personal studies. <laughs> and he, he wrote out for me uh, the story of the movie Lion. <laughs> You know, where Dev Patel <laughs> ends up in Australia. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's like, and I still have it. This is from like four years ago. That's uh, amazing. He's, he's written about the Hindu religion and their gods, uh, the Bangladeshi War of Independence. And he sent me two pictures of himself and um, his tour guides. And he wrote me uh, a little letter that says... It's just so small. It just says, thought you might enjoy two vacation photos from Mumbai, India, underlined. November 2nd to 11, 2016. Looking forward to going there again for vacation in November 2017. Thank you. And I still have it. Did you ever get any photos <laughs> from the 2017 trip? No, um, because I... It turns out like I died. Oh, I don't know. I quit that job and oh. moved to corporate travel. Uh, and so if he went to India, um, he would have somebody else would have booked it for him. But, uh, damn, someone else got those pictures. I know, right? I just love... I, got, I came into work one day and someone was like, oh, yeah. This guy came in and dropped this off. And I was like, um, what? <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> that reminds me of the, I don't have it right now in arm's reach, but this would be it. That reminds me of the guy that got me the flags for yes. every country that I had visited. You threw that away, I, didn't you? Oh, yeah, I threw that away. It's a, uh, there was uh, one time I was at that. work <laughs> and I was helping this, this really old guy. He's super sweet, but he was super old. <laughs> he, was telling, he was telling me about this idea he had for a business where he just, he asks people where they've been, and then he will make them a stand with little tiny plastic flags <laughs> from all the countries they had been to. And I, I didn't have the heart to tell him, like, I'm not interested in that, but that sounds super <laughs> cool for you. So I was just like, yeah, that sounds really great. I think people would love that. And he's like, you would love that. And I was like, yeah, sure, that would be great. And he's like, give me your phone number <laughs> and your email address. And I was like... I, I don't have the heart to tell you that this is trash. And <laughs> this poor sweet old man. So I, as I was, I was writing down, like I had, I gave him my business card and which had my work email address on it. And then I was, uh, but it has the stores information on it. And then I was like, he was asking my phone number. And I didn't have the heart to, to tell him. So I wrote down my phone number, but I changed the last digit. I totally like girl at a bard, this guy. Yeah. I changed yeah, the last digit did. of the phone number. <laughs> <laughs> And despite all of that, somehow, I don't remember whether I told him or whether he got it. Uh, somehow, weeks later, I had completely forgotten about this guy. At our store shows up a big manila envelope with shit in it. I'm like, what the hell? Who's sending me something at our store? And I open it up and it's flags and I die laughing. And there's a laminated note as well with all sorts of misspellings on it and pictures of flags on his living room floor <laughs> on the note. And it was just like the most adorable and also amazing thing. And we had it up in our living room for a while. We just did. <laughs> I remember my, we were the thing I remember most was like <laughs> laughing so hard about it. <laughs> where to next is like the That's big thing. Right. It was like all of these flags. It was like where to next was written across <laughs> it. How oh did God. he know where you had been? Did you discuss that with him? I must have. I must have told him all the countries I had been to. He, he probably asked you when telling he, you about it. Maybe he was your future yeah. self. <laughs> oh, my God. 
Oh my god. <laughs> That's what if? sad if it is. Uh, my hubba, my That was mean, but I meant uh, it. Let's move on. <laughs> let's start our episode. Get into our healthy competition. Uh, uh, last week, not last week, two weeks ago, because last week Jesse was thrown up. I was, we played was a game puking. called <laughs> we called a game called signer, soap actor, or medical board members, where we had to figure out if someone was a signer of the Declaration of Independence, someone who appeared on a soap opera. Or uh, someone who was on a medical board. <laughs> I don't know the relationship between those three things, but it was a fun and There's tough none. game nonetheless. <laughs> uh, it looks like we did not put up a poll for that, but you we all did. did really great, I'm sure. Uh, you wrote no poll in the thing. Oh, I forgot to change that one. Two people took it. <laughs> all right. <laughs> did uh, they do better or worse see. than me? That's what's most important. I think they both. Let me take. Let me take a uh, um, just a peeky by a peeky boo. As you were saying, I was like, oh no, I forgot. One person <sighs> got one through eight, so that is. What was the emoji? As bad as you. Uh, well, I didn't use emojis. I did the in parentheses the thing you and Kanan do the in parentheses, oh, and I yeah. wrote out pizza emoji. Okay, perfect. <laughs> so that's what you would have been, and they could either have been worse or just slightly better than you. Uh, that was one through eight, and then the other person who took it got twenty-five through thirty, which is the maximum. Damn! And that was bionic arm emoji. Bionic arm. You could Damn. have gotten an ambulance emoji or a Mrs. Claus emoji if you had been in the middle. <laughs> Perfect. This week we've got another game from Jesse called Real Real or Real Fake Game. Fake with a PH. Because of Photoshop. Um, sorry, game is important to the title of this. I totally just like brush it off at the end there, but it's real, <laughs> real, or real fake game. That's what it is. It's not a game called real, real, or real fake. This is important. So, Jesse, I'm going to turn it over to you to host our game this week. All right, friends. So, I have before me, is it maybe 12? I don't know if these are numbered. Uh, 12, I think. Maybe 13. We'll find out together. Uh, games. Uh, that are either real or not real. And uh, I've got the console that they are for in a brief description. So I will read out to you the name of the game. I will let you know the console. And I will read to you the description. And you both have to tell me. And you don't have to come to a consensus. This is every person for themselves. Uh, if you think it's real or if you think it's fake. And then we'll find out who wins. And uh, if you win, you don't get anything. And if you lose, <laughs> you also don't get anything. <laughs> I love it. So, Let's go. Are you ready? Ready. All right. Spaghetti. All right. Game number one is Playboy The Mansion. Created for PS2, Xbox, and PC. Playboy The Mansion puts players in the role of Hugh Hefner, the founder of Playboy Magazine and Playboy Enterprises. The aim of the game is to build the famed Playboy empire from scratch, starting from a humble magazine, to celebrity endorsements, to home entertainment, to internet websites, to merchandise. That's that it. was a lengthy description if you made that up. <laughs> I'm proud of you. Casey made these up, so I didn't do any of it. Okay. <laughs> what do you I think? I hope you're paying him a fair wage. Oh, you know. Oh, I'm we it's not, it's not a like we it's not an, an either or we pick oh, whether no. it's real or fake. Okay. Yep, yep, gotcha. Yep. So what do you think? Um 
Matt, is you're the guest, I'm going to let you guess first. I'm going to say it's a real game. That sounds like an Xbox PS2 era ass game to me. <laughs> uh, I, I know that this is a real game because I, <laughs> really? I remember it coming out and I was like, oh shit, I can't believe this. is. This was around the same time as like Hot Coffee in San Andreas. Okay. Uh, and it was just like, this game was, it was one of those that was almost going to be rated adult only. Uh, well, I mean, oh, this one is M for Mature. That's right. You mm, would know about mature. that game. <laughs> 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 All right, round two. Are you keeping score? Yeah, I've got it right here. So y'all Hot. don't have to worry about it. Okay. All right. Game number two is Shaft, the RPG for PS2. The Black Panthers need your help. You take on the role of America's greatest black exploitation artist through this mind-boggling RPG. Meet many new friends, including the KKK and Extra Starch. Fight your way through sixty <laughs> friends, plus like hours of Ebony Justice. Ebony Justice. <laughs> oh my God! I hope to God this is a real game <laughs> because if it is, <laughs> we are going to play it for Respawn Empire next month. <laughs> oh. I'm going to go. What, I'm, what generation I'm, of consoles? Uh, PS2. Okay. <laughs> okay. Can't rule anything out with that. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I lean fake. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say. Fake. You're gonna say fake. All right. I'm gonna, All fake. Right. I'm, I'm gonna say fake. The only thing that might make me lean towards real is I don't know when the movie Shaft came out, and if it was like it, this. PS2 was around the time when there were a bunch of like mm. really shitty licensed games. Or like, oh, a movie's mm. coming out. Let's make money off the game by just putting something crappy out there. But I can't remember when Shaft came out. So if it was around that time, it could be real. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna say fake as You're well. Say fake. You're right. You are right. It is not a real game, but boy, I wish it were. You should go. You should give Casey a high five on the back, the butt, and the face for writing that description. It's a great wonder, description. Yeah. You know what? He might not have even come up with that. The person who did this uh, fake game might have come up with it. It looks like they did. So I won't give oh. him a pat on the back because he didn't come up. Then with Then chastise that one. him. I will. I will chastise him. <laughs> but you know what? You let, you've led me to believe things that I thought you came up with. I have but. only by omission lied to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lie by omission. All right, round three. Fruit Ready. Bat 2K4 sees the fruit for Xbox. <laughs> Apples, grapes, kiwis, strawberries. They are all yours as you navigate a fruit bat from town to town in a custom <clears throat> sedan. This Xbox exclusive M for Mature game takes you with scenario after scenario to feed and power up a fruit bat. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say real. I'm going fake on this one. Fake, <laughs> fake Mike? R real Matt? Yep. Yeah, real. Uh, Mike gets it. It's fake. Uh, oh, yes. <laughs> That's just wishful thinking. I love how matter of fact your face is as you're reading these ridiculous things. <laughs> Uh, it's <laughs> you power did, did up it a fruit in bat. A sedan, the bat was in a sedan. Let's see. Town to town Ford in a Taurus. custom sedan. The image. I'll email. I'll send you guys the images uh, if you want. If you want to look at this later, but on the image here, there's the bat hanging out the window. <laughs> Flying in a sedan. <laughs> He's flying. Oh, stupid. So That's good. That's great. All right. Round number four. 
Icarus Proud Bottom in The Curse of the Chocolate Fountain. Fountain. That's a mouthful. <laughs> so I'm going to say that again. Icarus Proud Bottom in The Curse of the Chocolate Fountain. This was a game created for uh, it's flash animation for your web browser. Oh, yeah. okay. So, yeah, yeah. This is this could be anything. <laughs> yeah, it could be. Uh, let's see. The story of Icarus Proudbottom follows a young man who was cursed into constantly defecating, and at such a fast rate that it sends him flying around the world and even into space. Along the way, he meets an owl that becomes a spirit animal and fights countless enemies, including President Barack Obama. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going real like this. This is so ridiculous, and the internet is what it is. That this has to be real. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say real too. If if it fake. wasn't a, a web based flash game, then I probably would have said fake. But be right, being that it's on the internet, I'm gonna say it could it's be real. anything. You guys are right. It is indeed real. <laughs> I gotta play this. I'm game. writing down the name of this so yeah, I can. I was say that's later. a responding. Icarus Proudbottom. Yep, Icarus Proudbottom in the Curse of the Chocolate Fountain. Is his butt the chocolate fountain? It, it is. Oh, it God. Is. I think so, yeah. He, oh, he's constantly defecating. I wish Child I had bottom. What a stupid. Oh, it reminds God. me of the, the sugar-free Haribo gummy bears. All the reviews on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, butt volcano. Oh, My good. butt is an upside-down volcano. That's so good. <laughs> all right, are you ready? Spaghetti. Okay, the next game is... Hard Lads, created for Windows, <laughs> Mac, and Linux. Linux? Linux? Linux. Linux. Yeah. Hard that's Lads. A, that's a porn experience. Hard Lads is a short game about shirtless hunks who smoke, drink, <laughs> kiss, and hurt each other. In 2015, the video British lads hit each other with a chair went viral across the internet. Hard Lads casts the player as the cameraman and director. Be a proper hard lad or a surreal soft lad. The choice is yours. <laughs> this is like when you see, when you're on Pornhub and you see advertisements for porn video games. This is 100% one of those. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so you think it's real? And it's real, and it's real. Uh, I'm gonna say fake. You're gonna say fake? Yeah. It is real. Oh my god. <gasps> yeah. That's so if it's, if it's internet based. <laughs> oh, Spoiler alert, lads. I beat hard lads 95 times. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> beat it too hard lads 95 times. That's right. Oh. All right. I did think about that the other day like people who edit porn, how do you think they like their efficiency in their job must be terrible. Well, I feel I, like every 10 seconds, you, you can't think, help though? but just stop and masturbate. I don't know that that's the case, though. They're probably numb to it, right? And like, this is work. Like, yeah, they're having sex, but I that's... know nothing. I know. I was there. I know. <laughs> These two people hate each other. This isn't sexy. <laughs> <laughs> what do they watch when they get home and they're bored, though? Uh, cartoons. Right. Cartoon, cartoon. And they masturbate to cartoon, cartoons. <laughs> Hard lads sounds like a knockoff of bod men's body spray. Like, <laughs> bod men. <laughs> I want your bod. Oh, so stupid. Uh, all right, next game. All right. Bible Adventures, created for oh, NES. God. 
The Bible comes alive as you play as I'm David. I'm already going to say real. <laughs> as you play as David, <laughs> Noah, and Miriam in this religious adventure. The game is separated into three games. Noah's collection of animals for a mandatory spin on his boat. David's exciting world of shepherding. And Miriam's dangerous trip to the Nile, which is not just a river. <laughs> I added that myself, that last bit. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to say real, too. And also, I think it's one of the harder-to-find NES games. I think it's, like, very sought after. I'll have to do the research on that, but... <laughs> yeah, do it. So, you both think it's real. Do, have you heard of this I think game? it's real. It is real. <laughs> Bible have you heard Adventures. of this game, then? I've not Bible played it. Adventures. No, I have not played it. It's so good. But it's one of those things that, like, especially on the NES era of consoles it's one of the things that of course the catholic church would probably love to get in on like right how do we make money off of people playing the bible oh maybe not i think i'm thinking of another game but yeah yeah i've heard of it never played it oh speaking of catholics wanting to get in on video games there's a game that casey plays i forget what it's called but when it, you you go around as one of the uh like in the catholic garb with the big hats you know and you're fighting dead monsters and what or whatever and when you die you get excommunicated. What's that game called? I have called? no idea what you're talking about. Hold on. Let me text. I assume it's from a Nintendo Switch, right? Because that's what he has. I think that's what it's for. Yeah. What's that Catholic game you have called? There we go. We'll see if he gets back to us. <laughs> VeggieTales. What's that? <laughs> oh, he's Veggie getting tales. back to me already. I can see the dots. Oh, it's called Blasphemous. You should check it out. <laughs> Blasphemous? I've never even heard of it. Me either. It's really blasphemous. Stupid. I don't even know. Her. I would have said that's a fake game. If you, <laughs> yep, I would have said it's that. That's a that real is fake game. game. It's a real game. All right. So that was round six. Are you ready for round seven? Ready. Spaghetti. Battlefield 1812 for PC. EA Games surprises us with the war that that accomplished nothing. PC gamer said this. <laughs> Build battalions, fend off naval attacks, and retake the White House in this turn-based strategy game. I'm going to say fake. Uh, I'm going to say fake just because I know the Battlefield franchise, and I don't think they would ever make a turn-based strategy game. <laughs> you got it. It's fake. <laughs> Woo! You know the Battlefield franchise personally? I know. I held their debit card. You so. held their debit card? <laughs> I did. Wow. You're famous. You're famous. All right. Round number eight. Mr. Mosquito for PS2. <laughs> In this game, you terrorize a Japanese household, waiting for the right <laughs> moment to strike and steal their blood. If the right moment doesn't present itself, sometimes you have to create distractions, like flying into a light switch to turn the lights off. <laughs> the game also forces you to enter combat where the household tries to smash you. I'm going to say real. I also am saying real just in hopes that we can play this as well. <laughs> it is real. Oh, yes. 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 That's awesome. Adding that to the list along with Icarus Poop Bottom. <laughs> Proud Bottom. Proud bottom, right. Mr. Mosquito. Mr. Mosquito. On PS2. Mr. Mosquito. All right. That was round number eight. Now we're going on to nine. In no, sync, get to the show for Game Boy Color. 
You're on the road with the number one band in America, and there's a lot to do before a show. It's your job to keep the band happy by helping them get ready for the big night. Grab the keys to the limo and run errands. Keep hotel guests quiet so the guys can get a good night's sleep. Make their favorite burgers and even play a quick game of hacky sack to warm up before the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, uh, I'm conflicted. I, I 100% believe that an NSYNC licensed Game Boy Color game exists because I played a lot of this uh, side-scrolling platformer Barbie game that my sister had yeah, Barbie. on car trips. So like, I, I know that there were just like Game Boy cra- cash grabs out there. However, that sounds like a really complex games with a, game with a lot of systems to exist on a Game Boy Color cartridge. So I'm going to say fake. As someone who's been sprayed in the face with a super soaker by Joey Fatone, I'm going to say yes. <gasps> I was, I was at an instant concert. Yeah, I'm going to say it's real. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe Joey Fatone looked at you. He did. <laughs> well, he looked right at me. He was like, I'm going to squirt you right in the face. No, they were actually, they were, like, suspended above, and they, like, flew over my head Insane, and squirted baby. me. It was weird. <laughs> a weird visual, definitely. <laughs> Matt is correct. It Let's is go. a real Son game. of a bitch. sync. What's the subtitle on it? Uh, sync. Get to the show. Get to the show on GBC. <laughs> so Matt is currently at seven points. Mike, you are currently at eight points. Okay. <gasps> it, could go, back. it could go either way at this point. Let's see. So that was round nine. This is going to be round ten. Battlefield 410 AD expansion pack. The Road to Rome. For PC. (laughs) EA Games unleashes the expansion to the real-time strategy game that lets their player control the Gallic Hordes, I think I'm saying that right, or the Roman Guard. Fight to the death to control, uh, for control of the Roman Empire and secure your fate on the world stage. What's the name of the game again? Battlefield 410 AD expansion pack. The road to Rome. Uh, I'm going to say fake. I'm also going to say fake. And I also just sent you a, a screenshot from the NSYNC game, which is amazing. I'm showing the camera for everyone. It's terrible. <laughs> that's exactly how I, I pictured it. Oh, that's, yeah, And you guys are both right. This is a fake game. It is not a real game. So next oh time I want to oh do this, I won't do Battlefield because Mike knows them personally. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So round number 11. Ooh. Are you ready? Let's see. That was 10. This is 11. Okay. Iron Chef, the official game for PS1. Select your contest and battle against the Iron Chef of your choice. Japan. Italy, China, France, featuring real dialogue from Shi- Shigekatsu Katsuta, the host of Iron Chef Japan. <laughs> so proud of you for making it through that. I did it. I got it. I'm going to say real. Because I think that that description with like the like them promoting that this like real dialogue that seems like a PS1 era thing. You know what I mean? That's like, the thing that's yeah, pushing me towards real as well. Yeah, but uh, that would be a very well-written description and uh tricky. So, um, but I'm going to say it's real. 
I'm also saying real. You guys are incorrect. <gasps> Son of a bitch. It's wow. fake. And the, the, the Photoshop is of the, the host uh, doing a sexy, uh, like he's taking a bite out of an apple, except it's a yellow bell pepper. <laughs> it's great. Oh, it's beautiful. That was a good description. That was a very that was that, a great that's description. Real. I'll have Be to ask good. Casey if he came up with that one Again, or somebody else did. I think he came up with this. Don't give Casey any accolades for that. I think he might have done this one. I'll ask. But no matter what, I won't give him accolades. I promise. <laughs> All right. Game number 12. Right. Right? 12? Yes. Yes. Carly Fiorina's Outsource Exodus to Bangalore for Xbox. <laughs> in this simulation game, made in Calcutta, use your business wises to build the Hewlett Packard brand's research and development division in Bangalore, the capital city of Karnataka. Build the Hewlett Packard Enterprise program and engage and build brand awareness and manufacturing prowess. This game I, I've at an industry event once I played a Walmart game that was specifically created for Walmart employees to learn how to do their jobs. And that's a hundred percent what this reminds me of. It's like, it's a Hewlett Packard game yep. about outsourcing to teach them how to train them on, on their jobs. <laughs> However, you said it's for Xbox. Yeah. Because of that alone, I'm going to say it's fake. All right. I'm going to say right. it is fake as well. You are both correct. It is yeah. fake. But it says made in also, Calcutta right on the image. That Walmart game is available on the App Store if anyone wants to download it. I don't remember what it's called, <laughs> but you can pretend to be a Walmart employee virtually for free really? and not get paid for it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. This is the last round. Are you ready? Spaghetti. If Mike gets this wrong and you get it right, you tie. Otherwise... Ooh. Mike's going to win this by at least mm. a point. Okay. This game is called Snoopy and the Red Baron for the Atari 2600. A single-player game with the player guiding Snoopy on his doghouse. The objective is to shoot down Snoopy's rival, the Red Baron. Controls being the stick to maneuver Snoopy and the button to fire. I since since the stakes are what they are, I will go first. So you can choose whether to align with me or say the opposite. <laughs> um, the yes, this is real because especially around the Atari times, like describing how the game plays, like use the stick to control and the button to fire. Like that's a hundred percent what those Damn. what those descriptions were. Um, just because I have to, I'm gonna say it's fake. Mike is correct. Yeah. <laughs> Mike came out with 11 points. Matt came out with nine points. A solid, Damn. solid Woo. effort out of 13. It was beautiful. Beautifully played. It's tricky. It's it tricky. It yeah. Beautifully Good game. Played. That was fun. GG. I enjoyed it. I had fun. How did you do, audience at home? Follow us along on Twitter, at Affable Idiots on Twitter. Go take a poll. Go scoose, scoose, scoose. See what emoji you get. Go slide on our poll. That. Go slide in on our poll. I didn't like oh, how that sounds sounded. that sounds so much more gross than I, I wanted it I said it, and then I was like, I wish I hadn't said that. <laughs> I wish I had listened to you say it first, then I wouldn't have also repeated it. Yeah, but, you know, but, uh. monkey see, monkey do. So <laughs> <laughs> Monkey throw poop at you. Uh, <laughs> great. Oh We're going to move on to our honest discussion, where we just uh, have, a little, have a little chat. 
before we move on to this week's, which is all about what Daniel Day-Lewis would need to know about us in order to portray us in a movie, we're going to recap last time and show you the pictures we drew of our houses. Yes. Um, so last time we, we talked about our, our dream home. We built our dream home, talked about all the rooms we wanted in it. Uh, we agreed that it would be one shared home that Jesse and I both created, but that we would just copy and paste it into the lot next door. So Jesse and Casey would have theirs. I would have mine. Mine still has Casey's office in it, even though Casey doesn't live in my house. <laughs> you know, in case, but. in case I'm like, I need you to leave. I just want to have time by myself. He could go work at, at your house. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Uh, so I'm going to, for anyone watching at home, we're going to be showing you the drawings and we're going to be talking about them. Matt and Jesse, you both have them in your text messages so you can pull them up one at a time. We're going to start with Jesse's first house exterior <laughs> so go ahead and bring up the exterior of jesse's first house <laughs> jesse has three pictures for her house i only have one but jesse talk us through this house that you've got here i'm gonna move it so the logo's not in the way so it, i've written at the bottom ooh mountains <laughs> With smiling. Oh, that's right. I forgot we, it was supposed to be Mountainous. <laughs> yep, <laughs> Mountainous. Uh, with smiling uh, <laughs> exclamation marks. And then on the other side, I that's wrote, right. ooh, a few hours from the beach. <laughs> 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 uh, so I have here, it's a classic square home, three stories, as is evidenced from on the far left, three windows on top of each other. We've got our. I like the round door. window right in the center. Yeah. That's really classic. Yeah, I thought you know I thought mm, let's mix it up. I, you know we're a little bit cuckoo <laughs> for cocoa puffs, so maybe everything square. But we've got a one round, one round window. Uh, that could be really fun. We could maybe someday somebody will see somebody getting murdered through that window. You know, maybe it'll be the the especially start if it's of the movie. rear window of the house. Is this Ooh, the back of the house or no, is this the front? No, this is the front. As okay, is evidenced okay. from its saying, exterior front. Mmm. True, true beans. But. What's, what's this, uh, what's this <laughs> French up, up top? This French up here is our dear friend, Treat Pain. And he is saying, <laughs> in French, help me, I am not French. With a heart. <laughs> but he's saying it in French. Yep. Yes. Mm, okay. Because I've decided uh, that... We make him speak French to us uh, and pretend to be French. It's it's all part of our fantasy. Gotcha. Um, so, uh, yeah. Can you remind the audience who like what what is Treat Pain doing in our home? Oh, Treat Pain is our butler uh, and our uh, slidey pole waxer uh, yep. and our uh, what else does he do? Oh, uh, he's he was our not pool the boy. pool boy. I, I thought I thought someone else was the pool boy. Was somebody else the pool boy? Or maybe boy? he was the pool boy. I thought he was the pool boy, but we don't have a pool. But we do have a pool boy. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, and uh, Treat Pain, uh, he's a wonderful butler. Very good. Gives the best foot massages, I think. I love it. Uh, let's move on to the interior of your home. Yes. <laughs> so, let me know when it's up, and I'll start. It's up. Is this a top-down view? It is. It's a top-down view. Okay. So what we have here, uh, it's the the entrance where it says foyer or foyer, yes. depending on how you pr prefer to pronounce that word. And as you come in, it, it's got a weird shape, I realized, after I drew this these weird lines. <laughs> it's like, the front of the house does not look like that. But 
it's magic, maybe. Maybe it's a magic house. Uh, and so you walk in, and immediately <laughs> you are uh, confronted by the words, exposed brick walls, yes, please, because <laughs> we decided that there was going to be exposed brick in here. That's right. I forgot about that. Over to the right, you see a very well-drawn spiral staircase. Is that what that is? <laughs> yes. I was. I thought that was our our, our swirly pole going through the house. <laughs> well, it with could, lines on it. It could with with lines on it. It could also be <laughs> some sort of a hybrid. Um, okay. But this was okay. drawn to be the spiral <clears throat> staircase. It's really bad. But at the bottom, there is a piano. And that's because I want the grand piano underneath. Uh, and I think that's made that's right. obvious by the piano saying, sing me a song, you're the piano man. <laughs> Delicious, delightful song. And then if we look over here to the upper left, you see a recessed floor living room. Because mm. uh, we decided that, you know, you have the living room, but you're going to go in, you go downstairs and be recessed. So you can I see really just want it so I can see my future kids trip and fall into the living room all the time. All the time. <laughs> yes. Uh, that would be hilarious. <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. uh, and so what we, oh, I left out a coffee table. Oh, I feel stupid. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but we have here a sofa and two chairs in front of our giant fireplace, which is clearly brick. And a realistic <laughs> Clear, fire. Very, very good. <laughs> and a realistic fire in the fireplace next to our enormous, what was it, 100-inch OLED it's TV? It's a 100-inch, correct. Giant. And I think that um, sort of, the re it just speaks for itself, really. I just it think does. it's beautiful. It's a beautiful piece. The staircase, is the staircase reminds me of the one from Casper, the friendly ghost. <gasps> Where like the chair goes on it and the oh, stairs go yeah, flat yeah, yeah. and it turns yes. into like a ramp. There you go. Oh, that's a great movie. Death I think what Sala. I love most about mm. your <laughs> I love most about your staircase is that it starts outside at the bottom of the stairs <laughs> <Yeah>. and doesn't <laughs> and then goes up to the second floor. Yep. I I realized that later on and thought I'm sticking to it. That's my that's vision. Also, that's visionary architecture right there. <laughs> Thank right. you. Thank you. You have to leave your house to go upstairs. <laughs> As we've seen from the exterior view, however, there is no door to the stairs. <laughs> it's a magic door. <laughs> well, Jesse, you've given us one more drawing. Yes. I've I given just put you. it on the screen here. Uh, talk us through what we're looking at here. What we're looking at here is our dear friend and butler and pool boy and slidey pole waxer. <laughs> Treat pain himself. And here he says, bonsoir, which is good evening. Je m'appelle Treat Pain. Or as we make him say, Treat Pain, because it sounds more French. And then he treat says, pain. Je suis votre majordome, which says, I am your butler. Hello. Oh. My name is Treat Pain. I am your butler. <laughs> uh, he's got one of those classic, stereotypical French mustaches. Mm -hmm. Very skinny, <laughs> yeah. curls up at the edges, beautiful eyes, just gorgeous. I love the eyes. eyelashes. As yes. someone with really long eyelashes, I appreciate long eyelashes on another person. Yes. Beautiful eyes. Yeah, he does have a butt chin. I thought that would be a fun little, yes, uh, little characteristic. I thought that was a soul patch. Oh, 
I can see how you would have thought that. (laughs) I can see how you would have thought that. Um, But because his hair is the same color, but his mustache is a different color. (laughs) (laughs) Can we talk about his gold choker that he's wearing? I didn't even notice that. Um, He likes the finer things in life. And we usually make him wear either the uniform you see him in here or his pool boy um, banana hammock. But (laughs) when allowed, he really likes to wear some beautiful gold chain jewelry. Uh, And he really loves a good choker um, just because he thinks it's it's elegant. It's not going to get caught on things while he's working. It's tight to the skin. It's the perfect piece to complement any outfit. And we have him in a lovely magenta uh, chef's uh, shirt. (laughs) It's what I imagine this to be uh, with his name tag that says treat. And then a lovely pair of blue jeans with legs that are the wrong, you know, different, different widths. (laughs) And really ugly teal, I don't know, house slippers, driving moccasins. Uh, No, they're just, they're, they're just too small on him. (laughs) They're just a little too short. Uh, And so that is treat. He's got a weird bump. On the hand, if you're looking at him on the left, <laughs> he does. He does. It's a, a strange bump. We're not sure what that is. We've been asking him to go to the doctor, but he doesn't like them, so he hasn't gone yet. And that's oh. that is our majordome treat pain. Oh. That's wonderful. That's <laughs> wonderful. Thank you, Jesse. My uh, pleasure. My I will pleasure. move on and show. M- I'll show mine. I only drew one. Uh, and treat pain is not a part of it, unfortunately. Uh, so I have... Uh, I'm showing on the screen. You guys can go ahead and open yours. I'm showing on the screen our home. One thing that I put in mind that I think you, you forgot from your exterior view, I'm sure it's in there somewhere, is that we agreed on three stories and, and an attic. And an attic. And an attic. Yep. And let's start there. Let's go top down from mine. So starting at the top, we have an attic. Mm. And this is where I put Casey's office. Because if you're sending him over to my house to work... He's in, he's in the doghouse. He's punished. So he's going to work in the attic. Is, this a, is there a ghost up there with him? <laughs> I, I also decided as I was making this that Mothman lives in our attic. Nice. So uh, I put him in the window upstairs for sure. Beautiful. It's beautiful. It's a really nice desk. It is. It's got a nice little table clamp light as well. Yeah. Beautiful. Gorgeous. Yep. And then let's look at the, the third story up here. Uh, we talked about having a master bedroom with a rain shower in it on the left. And it's in the bedroom. It is in the bedroom. That's right. Nice. It's a trend that you'll see with a lot of these bedrooms <laughs> is that they have showers in them. <laughs> and toilets. And toilets, yes. Because remember, we had three and a half baths. The half bath is downstairs and it's just for pooping for right. guests. Right. Yes. Yep. In the middle up up top, we have our theater. We had a home theater that we wanted. And we have a 200-foot um, sorry, 200-inch uh, OLED LG TV as our display there as well. Mm. And we're all watching In Bruges in it, which is my favorite movie of all time. And we're still in fucking Bruges! We're still in fucking Bruges! <laughs> um, so that's going on in our home theater upstairs. And then it. we have another room to the right where I had to squeeze in another bathroom because I forgot we had three and a half baths. So uh. we have a clawfoot tub without the claw feet. 
and a shower <laughs> <laughs> and a toilet up there. It's gorgeous. Taking a look down onto our second floor, the only way to get to the second floor is our one-time-use curly straw waxed pole. So <laughs> make sure that you plan everything you want to do on that first trip because there's no getting back. Uh, starting on the left, we have our creative space, which we talked about having all of the walls being painted green for green screen effect. And then yes. we could have like the, the pull-down paper and things like that. Absolutely. Uh, this middle room here is actually just where the staircase comes up, and that's the little banister for the staircase. It's like a landing. And then on the right, there's another bedroom with a, a clawfoot tub and a toilet without the claws. Yes, I love it. But then we get downstairs into the little entranceway here. We have that, that spiral staircase that, uh, that's kind of wrapping around with the grand piano under it that's constantly playing the entertainer by yep. itself. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Uh, we do have the door to the one guest bathroom. It's a half bath, only for pooping, and it says poop on the door. Which is a palindrome. It is a palindrome. <laughs> Very good. And then on the right-hand side over here, we've got our kitchen. So I made sure to include our kitchen, which has the island in the middle. <laughs> I love it. It has the window. There are paper towels on each door. <laughs> there are paper towels on every side of it, because that's important. There's the window so we can see the kids out in the backyard playing. And then on the left here, we've got our den slash living room. And we've, we see the 100-inch OLED TV. Mm. You can see the top half of the couch because it's recessed into the floor. Beautiful. Oh. I did forget to draw the exposed brick and the fireplace, however. That's okay. Uh, so that I deeply It just apologize. might not be in this, uh, this view. That, that's exactly right. And, and houses are not usually one room wide, so it has depth to it. We're just not seeing some stuff in the background. Exactly. And I mean, the other two bedrooms, we've only got two bedrooms here. It's probably because they're behind these. 100%. 100%. 100%. And then on the left here, we've got the garage, one of the two garages. Because mm -hmm. remember, we have one garage that's for parking and shit. And then one garage that's a workspace, like Matt has. And you can see my table saw in there. It's a big table saw. Giant. Uh, and then I've decided that I didn't have anything to fill the two stories worth of space. So I put another enormous television in there to watch. Nice. Love it. Well, because what are you going to do while you're cutting wood? Pay attention to the saw or watch TV? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Real housewives. Where does the, the curly pole end in the garage? Uh, in the top where you store all of your Christmas stuff. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. Beautiful. Yeah. I did not draw the Christmas stuff, uh, but you can imagine it under the roof. I really like that nice. the that the pole sort of it ends on an up. So no doubt, if you're on it, you're gonna go. That's the sound of you flying <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah, because it's been perfectly waxed by treat. It has. See, I wanted that because I didn't want it to end on a downward note. Yeah. Because then immediately you're going so fast because of treat pain and him waxing this pole so well. <laughs> you break your That butt. you're going to just, you're going to smash right into the floor. Yeah. And it's, it's going to be no good. I don't want to break my butt. That's Sorry, it. Sorry, I yawned. No. Ooh. Don't break your butt. So those are our homes. Break the bank. For, <laughs> <laughs> for anyone else who drew your homes or drew our home, however, please uh, share it with us on Twitter. Um, for now, we're going to move back and talk about this week's discussion topic, <clears throat> which is what would Daniel Day-Lewis need to know in order to method act you in a movie? We all know Daniel Day-Lewis is, is one of the greatest modern actors of all time. Modern. Uh, modern and of all time. And we know that he becomes the character. And there's a lot more than just like knowing how you would speak. 
or knowing how you would walk. There is a lot of little mannerisms that someone would have to know about you in order to accurately portray you in a movie. So I've asked you all to brainstorm some things that was uh, inspired by a Facebook or an Instagram story that I put online where uh, I showed that any time that I grabbed two paper plates from the kitchen, I almost always hit them on my nipples. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if Daniel Day Lewis were playing a movie where he was me and he was grabbing paper plates from the kitchen, he would need to know that about me. I want to see <clears throat> Daniel Day Lewis slap himself on the nipples with paper plates. <laughs> Wait that till would be the movie just my life a, comes out. Such a look. So that's the setup for this. Uh, but I wanted to kind of just go around. Maybe we'll start with Matt since he's the guest, <clears throat> and just throw out a couple of things, and we'll go around and, and talk about the small things we do that someone would need to know. Should we throw out a few things and then we'll go around and do more as we? Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna start. So when you posed this to me, the first thing I thought of was the episode of Curb where. Uh, John Hamm is following around Larry David to play. <laughs> yes. Oh, hun- yes. such play a him. good episode. So I thought I was like, my mannerisms are subtle and also not subtle, and I think that there's some things that Dan Lewis is just going to have to shadow me. So we wake up in bed on a nice Sunday together, mm. and he's just going to have to follow me along from there. First thing we're doing, we're taking a shower. From one of your episodes where you guys talked about your shower routine, I feel like yes. that's very important to get to know somebody in like their movements in the shower. Mm-hmm. Get right of into course. character. So we're starting with that. And I won't get into the details of that, but there are certain movements in the shower that he would have to know to become me. Mm. The, first, the first mannerism he has to know is when I put pants on, I wear boxers usually. Like loose-fitting boxers, not the tight ones. It's important to know. But I can't put on the boxers and then put on my pants. Mm. I need to pull them up together as one Ooh. so they do not get bunched oh. up. Right. So we'll start hey. pants down, boxers down, and we will reach down and we will pull all the way up. Interesting. And that would be Can the, I ask a, a question about the mechanics of this? Yes. <clears throat> do you do you put your pants? Do you like make holes in the legs for your pants, put them on the ground, and then take the boxers, fill them out, and put them in the pants, and then step into it? So there's two two different ways that I do it. They both have the same outcome. Sometimes I will take like if I have shorts, like if it's the summertime and I'm putting on shorts. I will sometimes put the boxers inside of the pants, mm. hold them on two sides, and give it a good shake. So it feels uh, okay. kind of okay. like if you're putting a pillow on a pillowcase, just give it a good yep. shake yep. and then put them on all at once. With jeans, sometimes I will just uh, I will pull up the boxers halfway and then get them going, and then pull the pants up a little more, and then I will use the let the friction of the rest of my legs bring everything down yeah. into position. So that I imagine be, that's like like a like a post poop when you're pulling up your pants and boxers <clears throat> together after a poop. Yes, okay. it's nice. It gets everything aligned and together, and it's good. And then we're heading downstairs, and we're going to do the the first thing. I love cereal, but every time I open up a cereal box, I reach in and I grab a handful of dry cereal and I eat it, even though I'm going to have it with yes. milk every time without like fail. I'm the same way with cheese. Even if, there you go, right, slice of cheese, have to do it. Even if there's a tiny little bit of cereal and I know that my bowl is not going to be a full bowl of milk and cereal, I'm going to take a little bit and I'm going to sprinkle it in my mouth. And there's nothing better than that first bite of cereal where you open up a fresh bag mm. and you pull uh. it out and it's like super fresh. It's never that fresh ever again. Um, but yeah, so that's how we start. That's how we start our day right there. That's you guys have I love like, that you've tied yours into like a narrative throughout your, your Sunday. Yes, yes. It continues. It does continue. I like to imagine you wake up in bed spooning each other. Yeah. We have to be close. He has to know. But I, my... but I feel like he has to be the little spoon. 
to know how you would be the big spoon. True. Very true. And then that way I could like whisper things in his ear. Like yes. as I think of them at night, I'm like, Daniel Day-Lewis, I like mustard and onions on my hot dog. And then like just through the <laughs> night, I can just like infuse him. It's like when you listen to like a tapes in different languages while you sleep and it's supposed to help you you know, learn that language or learn something. <laughs> it's like that. I just all night yeah. I whisper in his ear, but it's not headphones. It's just me whispering into Daniel Day Lewis's ear. I prefer Coke to Pepsi. <laughs> there you go. Right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what were you thinking doing Phantom Thread? <laughs> I like the idea that anytime you you start a sentence to him, it always starts with his full name. Hey, Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Or then maybe like maybe by lunch I can call him DDL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Dance, 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 Levolution. Would you like a milkshake? (laughs) Dance, Dance, Levolution? (laughs) (laughs) Give me a second. (laughs) Stupid. So dumb. So I think that's how how I'll start it. Do you guys want me to give a few more? Uh, Jesse, why don't you throw out a couple and we'll come back to afternoon, Matt. Yeah, let's do it. As as you've been discussing some of your things... I've been, it's been making me remember things about myself as well. So I've been adding to my list. But I think one of the most important things that Daniel Day-Lewis needs to know about me to play me is that when I sneeze, I don't sneeze into my hand. I don't sneeze into my elbow. I pull my shirt from my chest and I go into my boobs. When I sneeze into my boobs. True story. Yes. That's how I know it's it's going down. It's not going out. So even if it can get through the fabric, it's not. It's going down. So it's going to make it even harder. And it's fully covered because the hands you don't want to sneeze into your hands. I personally don't think sneezing into the elbow is that good. It's really hard to get, you know, in there properly. And sometimes you don't like lock it in that well, and then that can yeah. be a disaster because yeah. when you're actually trying to mitigate the sneeze, you just sneeze all over everybody. Yeah, exactly. I'm also I'm more of a mouth sneezer than a, a nose sneezer. Yeah. I still choose the elbow route, but more often than not, my mouth just <laughs> all completely under the elbow, yep. <laughs> just completely just right? coats everything around See, me. See, you're still sneezing. Oh, I wanna... That just makes me think of your <laughs> snot and it when you, <laughs> when you sneezed in my face. Still one of the best days of my life. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> I sneezed directly, just turned my head to you, oh. and sneezed right in your face. Oh, it was awful. It's <laughs> <laughs> disgusting. So that's one of the most important ones, I think, uh, for, for Daniel to know about me. Another important uh, thing that he would need to know is that uh, I have something called trypophobia, where I have, a, it's a fear of holes and clusters. Mm-hmm. And when we're out, when I'm out doing anything, walking the dog, going grocery shopping, which usually I don't do, my partner does, but going to CVS, anytime I'm out, I will pretty much always see something that looks just the teeniest bit clustery, and I will be completely repulsed by it. I mean, it could be something that is entirely innocuous, but I'm going to be... Like my Apple Watch band. I hate... The Nike oh. Apple Watch Apple band. Watch. So it's important to know. Like, I feel like if somebody's going to be playing me in a movie and they're outside or they're on a walk or they're doing anything, I feel like it would be important that they see something that is even remotely clustery and they get repulsed. So I think Daniel Lewis needs to know that about me. It's incredibly like important. It. And then maybe I'll do one more and then we'll move on. Does Sounds good. Does sound good? 
Yeah. Let's see. I love this one. I didn't realize I did this and Casey told me I did this. Every time I drop something or I stub my toe or jam my finger, like a minor thing like that, I yell, <laughs> fucking dicks. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I feel like that would happen, you know, in a, in a regular, in a biopic. Uh, I just, so Daniel's going to have to yell. There's a lot of stubbed toes in... <laughs> In movies nowadays, a lot for sure. of, or you know, you're walking and you, you know, you're trying to carry, you know, your glass of water, your can of seltzer, uh, your cell phone, and the snacks for the dog, maybe her <laughs> muzzle too, just in case, and you drop something. Fucking yep. dicks. That's really. I'm gonna jump off of that and say that I have a anytime that I have to exclaim like a large number. Uh, it more often than not nowadays has 30 in it. And so a lot of times, uh, something I've been saying for a few years, I don't know why, because it doesn't make any kind of grammatical sense is fuck me 30. Like I will, <laughs> I'll drop my phone on the floor or I'll, I'll stub my toe and I'll just like, Oh, fuck me 30. I don't know what it means, but I say it. You're 30. Um, You're about to be 30. You're 30. I am 30. Now, yeah. You turned yes. 30. Yeah. That's yeah. what it is. Um, not 31 and old as dirt. Like both of you. Gross. <laughs> I'm nearly 32, thank you. <laughs> You're right. You hit this youthful streak when you turn 32. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, I've also noticed that I, while playing Warzone with the boys, I will say, uh, fuck my 30,000 pound ass sometimes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes you do. Interesting. <laughs> if I get shot or I die. And it, 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 the number 30 just, just shows up a lot. <laughs> I, I think that just, I think that 30... And like that, like any variation of it has a good like comedic ring to it for some reason. I don't know. It just it just works. It does like it's yeah. I don't know. It's funny to us. I to me. I love it when you yep. say that. I love it. So that's if you are if you're thinking of a large number or you need to exclaim something, usually fuck and thirty go together in there somewhere. Uh, here's another one. Every single time that I fly in an airplane, every single time. As we start boarding the plane all the way through to about 10 minutes after takeoff, I have the most uncomfortable butthole. <laughs> it's like, I, I don't know how to describe it, but I imagine it's like with Jesse with your restless leg syndrome. Yes. <laughs> I imagine it's like restless leg syndrome for your butthole. And it's one of those things where it's just like, I, I can't sit still. It's like, and it's starting to happen right now as I'm thinking about it. And then you can't stop thinking about your butthole being uncomfortable, and that makes your butthole more uncomfortable. And it's one of those things where I'm like kind of squirming in my seat, making my butt cheeks like rub together in different ways. Sometimes I'll have to give myself a wedgie to just like put something up there <laughs> to stop them touching. Put it's, some pressure just, against it. Yep. And it's, I, every single time I fly. And I don't know whether it's because I know that I'm in a tiny seat next to people and I can't do anything about it that makes it like suddenly all I can think about is my butthole, but... Yeah, well, that's butthole that's a burns. real thing that I I struggle with. Butthole burns. I went to the bathroom once. At a, was it at a Dollar General? It's a Dollar Tree. We went yeah. to a Dollar Tree and I had to pee, so I went in and on the you know the handrail <laughs> for the people that like for older people or people who are uh, who have like walking up trouble uh, on that wall or pole, somebody wrote butthole burns. In all caps. But they didn't just write it, didn't they? Like it was uh, made of electrical tape. 
Like uh, they had taken strips of paint or tape. That's a lot of written out butthole. Burns. Oh, I thought it was a. I thought it was a sharpie. I wish I still had the picture. Was it? But I mean, it was huge oh. and like really the lettering was really nice, and I think they decorated it. It was. Gotcha. Really interesting. Your poor butthole. Yeah, my poor butthole. <laughs> um, here's another thing. I will often open or close doors with my feet and or butt. Mm. Uh, like a hip this check? This is both a... Uh, sometimes it's a hip thing. It's mostly a sanitary thing oh, or yeah. I'm carrying something in my hands thing. So like if it's, if it's a door with like a push thing on it and you've got to push the thing in, I will try to do that with my butt and like go in backwards. Mm, mm. Uh, but a lot of times I will also... Like, I'll be unlocking the doorknob of my front door. I'll turn it to under the thing, and then I will just put the toes of my foot against it and press it forward. Uh, or if I'm coming out of the kitchen and I have my hands are full with things, then I will push the door open with my foot, and then I'll catch it behind me with my foot and prop it closed with my foot as well. What, what door? Do you have a door into your kitchen? We have a, we have a swinging door. Mm, a um, classic that restaurant kitchen classic. door. Exactly, yeah. It comes out into the living room, swings in to close the, between the kitchen and the living room, and then it swings further at a 90-degree angle to close the kitchen and the laundry room off from each other. Oh. Oh, yes. <laughs> Matt, <laughs> take us through your, your afternoon. So, we get in the car, and I do a lot of driving by myself. Back when I had to go into the office a lot, uh, well, every day, it was 40 miles in, 40 miles home. So I spent a lot of time in the car by myself with my own thoughts, which can be dangerous. And a lot of times I will, not a lot of times, a very, a very unhealthy amount of times, I will recount things that I've said in the past that I wish I hadn't, and I will make <laughs> audible gasps in the car. And I will yell, and I will grab the steering wheel, and that's bad. But that happens. That's what I do. So I think that if Daniel Day-Lewis was playing me, he would need to have... Some at least some background on that, or or try it out a few times and see how that feels. If he does do something like that, the other thing that, would that be I a do good while scene in a movie, yeah, yep. just, just I mean, there's no context to it at all. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's an audible like oh, like it's it's like painful. Uh, and then the other thing that I do, I have a water bottle. Usually, I'll have a water bottle in the cup holder, like a a plastic water bottle, and I'll grab it. And I'll shift like I'm in na like a NASCAR and like make, <laughs> and make the noises. And I've never in my life driven a manual. I don't think I really know how to drive a standard like manual car. But I know from like Fast and Furious how it's supposed to look and how it's supposed to sound. So, you know, from movies. And so I will just rip at that water bottle and pretend that it's a like, shift knob <laughs> and yeah. be driving down the road go like going, going after it. Um, so, yeah. So th there's a lot of things in the car, definitely. I definitely recount a lot of things in my head and then have that audible gas so that he might have to get working on that. And then, um, Oh, what was the other thing I had in the car? Uh, Oh, okay. So I'm a, I'm very sweaty by nature. And, and a lot of times when I get in the car, I will take a towel with me. And if it's like really hot and before the air conditioner can really do its thing, I will yep. slide a towel between my back and my shirt and like yeah, sit nice. on it that way so it just keeps nice. me it's just like i have this weird thing where it's not really hot but i start sweating and then once i start sweating i'm like oh fuck i'm sweating and then i start really sweating but if i can like if i can stop that right at the beginning then i'm good and then once the air conditioner kicks in i can remove it so he's gonna have to feel what it's like to be sweaty Ooh, so i'm just gotta, I'll gotta just, get I'll sweaty i'll sit in the car with him and spray him with a bottle of water <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking I can't he, all of his movies are period pieces and I can't think of a movie where he's in a car 
Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, no. No, definitely not. Uh, but obviously, when he plays you, you lived in the time right. when cars he's, were around. So He's going to have to learn. Right. He's going to have can't to. Do this. We can't have me screaming on horseback thinking about things I said in eighth grade. No. <laughs> That's not realistic. That's just not realistic. <laughs> so. Jesse, talk us through a couple of things that you've got. All right. I think it's really important for him to know that I refer to myself as mama. Like, mama's got to pee. And so I go pee. <laughs> or like, mama's hungry, which could mean a number of things. Like, I'm we know what hungry, mama's hungry means. Or, <laughs> <laughs> mama's hungry. Uh, but yeah, I refer to myself as mama. We're from the seminal song, Mama Needs Some Face Lotion. Oh, yeah. The, which leads me into my next bit where. I randomly make up songs or just tiny pieces of songs, such as Mama needs some face lotion. Mama needs some face lotion. Mama needs some face lotion. Mama needs some mama, mama needs, needs some, some face, needs some face lotion. lotion. <laughs> also, <laughs> our opening, <laughs> the intro to this podcast <laughs> <laughs> just happened. Um, <laughs> So those are two, I mean, two very important things about me. Um, and just to tie in, just to do a quick third one, to tie in to, you know, uh, making up songs and, and whatnot. I also, especially recently, have been breaking out randomly into an English, specifically Cockney, or an Australian <laughs> accent. I'll just be, I don't know, putting the dishes away. Like, oh, God, the plate's got to go over here in the cupboard. That wasn't, the that last word was not good. Not good. But, yeah, I just, I break out into accents, specifically those two, way too frequently. It's weird. I love it. I love it. I, I'm going to jump off of your musical thing, and I have a couple of musical ones as well. Do it. One of which is that I always, 100% of the time, I always have some kind of music in my head. And mm. it's like 24 hours a day. It, even if it's not a song that exists, like I'm not, it's not like I've got a song stuck in my head. I will just be like, there's a melody going on, and I'm making it up on the spot at all times. 100% of the time. 100%. Also... When I get uncomfortable in public, maybe it's something that I said to somebody, or maybe it's like when the ticket taker at the movie says, enjoy your movie, and you say, thanks, you too, and you're like, fuck, what have I done? I'm going to remember this for the rest of my life. <laughs> I'm going to be driving one day. I'm going to grab the steering wheel and gasp. <laughs> but if I do something like that, or if like I say goodbye to somebody, and then we both get in the same elevator, and it's like weird. Or, if I'm ever uncomfortable in public... <laughs> <laughs> yes, actually. So if I'm ever uncomfortable in public, I will start humming Jolly Old St. Nicholas. And I, I don't know. <laughs> I sing that song all the time for some stupid reason. I'm sorry, continue. So weird. Yep. It's, it's always that kind of thing. So it's, it's, if you ever are around me and I start singing Jolly Old St. Nicholas, maybe it's, we're both in the elevator together and it's silent and it's awkward and I don't know what else to do. So I start humming. But it's always that song. And I'm, I don't sing that song otherwise. It's not something that I love to do at Christmas time. Nope. That's Jolly Old King Wenceslas. Sorry, that's the one I do. How does that how Jolly does Old St. Nicholas, lean your ear this way. Don't you tell a single soul what I'm going to say. Oh, I lied to you then. It's Wenceslas that I like to hum. <laughs> Wenceslas. Wenceslas. Um, 
I've only got two more. I also so have I'm gonna two I'm gonna more. move it on to Matt. Perfect. Same, yeah. All so right. Matt, wrap us up. So um, sometimes when I'm at work and I'm like uh, a little nervous slash like we we, have, we do a lot of events, so a lot of it is like timing and making sure things are getting done. And if I feel like there's something that's like not going the way that it should be going, I and this happens with outside of work as well. I will I'm usually wearing a hat. I will take my hat off and I will rub my head and <laughs> slap the hat on, on, my, like, on my head. Like, so I'll rub, so I'll be like, I'll have the hat off and I'll be rubbing it. And then I'll take my hat and I'll just start like jamming it on my head, like on and off, on and off, on and off, on and off. And, ev- and I didn't, this is one thing that I didn't really know that I was doing until everybody at my at, it was at one time a new job a couple of years ago. They were like, "What?" Like we all know when you're not having a good time, like you're just slamming your hat on and off. So it became a thing to like people would take pictures of me doing it in videos of like, and I didn't realize how often I did it, but yeah, so I'd slam my hat on my head. Um, I <laughs> when it. I cook and anything that is granular, so salt, pepper, pepper flakes, uh, thyme. I am rolling that in my hand and I'm throwing it up in the air into the pot. Most of the time, I'm missing everything, but it's like kind of like the LeBron James, like when he does the baby powder and he like gets it and throws it up. It's like that every time, and it's it's not a good thing for the kitchen. It goes everywhere, but every time, it's just it's just like one of those things. Like when you throw something in a trash can, you're always like like I always like if I'm away from it, I could easily walk up to it, but I like shoot it. It's the same thing with the salt. I'm just like just- taking it. And I'm just like throwing it up in the air. Also, too, it like. It, it makes me like they're like oh put this much salt in whatever or, or you know a pinch of salt or whatever I feel like if I throw it and I miss a few it's like I'm I'm feeling healthier less sodium yeah. in the thing it's like <laughs> it's like but, there you know, you go. here it is and then just throw it and whatever gets in gets in and it gives you like some pizzazz right I yeah. imagine, like, yeah. like I can just, you think Salt Bay got as famous as he was by just pouring salt into something no no have that dribble down his arm. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just, I'm like the the opposite of that. It's just like chaos. It's just, you throw it in the air and you spin it around. <laughs> yeah. Spice chaos. Those are the two things. And I also, I also like to slide. I wear socks around the house now at hardwood floors. I like to slide around the house. And I'll like slide back and forth and Lindy will just oh, be so looking at me. Strange. Yeah. And, and like dancing around and stuff. Like we, we watch Dancing with the Stars pretty religiously. And I'm not a good dancer, but I like to like jam around the house in my socks and like spin around and things like that when I'm like feeling like high and like you know like I'm feeling good and I'm just like spinning around the house in my socks. So that's another thing. Damn, you're feeling your outfits. When I'm yeah, Jesse and I both like to. uh, We don't watch Dancing with the Stars, but we love shouting. Gary Gary and Ava behind the candelabra. (laughs) (laughs) Gary and (laughs) Ava. Oh, jeez. All right, so I think it's important that he know that though I am right-handed, when I clap, I clap with my left hand on top. On top? Oh, so like you, when you clap like this? Yeah. Oh, I never even thought about that. Oh, that feels so foreign to me. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. feels so weird to clap with my right hand on top. I just I always I just go straight with my left hand on top. Oh, the left seems weird to me. Very weird. And I'm left-handed, 
So, and, so you clap with the right on top? Yeah. It, so you I'm do trying the to think like, see, I know, I'm trying to, now this, now I'm, it's in my head because I'm trying to like, yep, figure out what, what naturally I would do. So, Chad, I'm clapping for you. Yeah, it's right hand. It's right hand. Right hand on top? <laughs> it's right hand, yeah. No, right I hand just, on top. I can't, I can't, that feels so, so you do the opposite of your dominant hand as well. Yeah, I do that with a lot of things too. I really only, I write with my left, I eat with my left mostly, like with a fork. But yeah, right, right over, right on top. Yeah, Mike is right. really just <laughs> blown away. <laughs> the left feels so weird. I, I think that I think that if it's at chest level or below, I'm right over left. But if it's above the chest, what do you I'm do for a round like of applause thing? when you're going like this? Do you switch it? Weirdly enough, I switch it. I switch no it. No way. I do, I do. So whenever it's going around to my left, my right hand is hitting the palm of my left, and yep. then as I get to the other side, it's the opposite. Oh, that's weird. That's weird. Weird. But I think it's, I think, yeah, when it's chest or above, left hand's hitting the right palm, but okay. when it's chest or below, right hand is hitting the left palm. I think you just said right hand is hitting the left palm twice. Did I? Yeah. I don't know. They could all be wrong and they could all be right. <laughs> I hit my microphone. I have oh. uh, I have two more that are basically in the same in the same vein of things. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. When I put on a bra, I adjust my left boob first because I, I you know I know you you probably aren't bra wearers, but you put them on and then you gotta kind of get the girls settled and situated in mm -hmm, there properly. Mm -hmm. So I always adjust mm -hmm. the left and then the right. And then whenever putting on my pants or my underwear, also left first. Every time. Okay. Left. I think I'm right on the pants. Yeah? Yeah. I wonder I if that has right. anything to do with our ha hand dominance. Because it's Maybe. the opposite for both of us. Yeah. That's strange. But yeah, I think it is. I think it would. Yeah. I think it's right. Definitely. <laughs> Mike has to <laughs> figure it out. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a right foot first person. Yeah, right definitely. Right foot that first. Yeah. Oh, I'm a left, left foot first. I'm right foot first, yeah. Left yeah. foot first, baby. Have you ever put on a sock and then a shoe and then another sock and then another shoe before? Never. Never in my life. I've done it like three times and the whole day is ruined afterwards. <laughs> that is insanity. How do you put your socks on? Like, do you reach down and like just like lift the foot up a little bit because i i put the foot i don't know if you guys can see this but i like put my foot across my lap on the opposite thigh and put it on and then that I way put the yeah. sock on then i put it down and i pull the other one and i pull the left leg the left foot on the right thigh i think that's how i do it okay right. yeah except i do this my is left actually a great first. transition this is a great transition into my my last two because one of them is i always wear socks at home always mm. um uh, this wasn't a thing I did in Chicago, but it's something that I do here in San Francisco because our floors in San Francisco, the weather's always 66 and sunny and it's, it's like so stupid how beautiful it is here. So I al we always have the windows it? open. <laughs> Maybe I will. <laughs> we always have the windows open and then we also have a dog. So our, our things get really dusty and really hairy really quickly here. So I always wear socks because then you just track dust and shit and your feet get gross and you put it in your shoes. So, um, the only time I'm not wearing socks is on my walk back from the shower 
to my room and then I put my socks on like this. I put underwear on first and then I put socks on. And the socks always go, you take your, your right foot first. Yeah. With exception, I'll, I'll get to the exception in a second. Take your right foot first, put it across your lap, just like you said. And then you take your left hand and you rub all the dust and the hair off of it onto the floor. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yep. And then you put your sock on, drop it, go to the other foot, rub all the hair off of it, put your sock on. Right. That's because that can also um, be a day ruiner is having something like in your sock, like between your foot and your sock, like a speck of dust or like something, you know, something that you can feel through the sock. I just feel more clean when yep. I rub it down. I that, yeah. Get it all off. Yep. Yep. Occasionally, maybe like two or three times a week, I have, uh, I took a lot of tap dance in college. And so I have these big calluses that have kind of built up on my feet. And so after making fun of Jesse for having one, I got a pet egg. They're and good. And I will. I will put, in, in this, I do two things. I will put the foot across the lap. I will pet egg my calluses on my feet. And then I'll like wipe off all the dead skin. And then before I put the sock on, I put the foot back down, pet egg the other foot. And then I get lotion. Yeah. You got to lotion up your feet. Lotion up your feet, you man. Make that. those calluses a little bit softer. And it also somehow has like, improve the circulation of my feet like i don't always have like these weird cold feelings in my feet anymore when i put lotion on them oh, that's good. so i lotion up my feet then i put the socks on one at a time my feet are so so calloused because i i hate wearing socks i'm wearing them right now because they were cold but i love i prefer being barefoot and growing up in north carolina i never had socks or shoes on and i would be running around outside on the concrete on the hot pavement barefoot and so my feet were like can't do with this let's get hard <laughs> so that's hard lads hard lads so that's what i'm dealing with i always prefer wear, i always wear socks i'm always wearing socks i'm not wearing socks right now because in the summer i never like sandals like i i hated wearing mm. sandals flip-flops yeah like everything everything involving sandals hated it but i wear uh sperry's and i wear them with no socks and usually that would like when I was a kid, I didn't like it, but now it's all right. I can deal with it, but I'm always more comfortable in socks and sneakers or some kind of shoe like that with a sock. Yeah. I had a terrible experience where, uh, as a kid, we, we had shoes. They were slip-on shoes. They were basically slippers, but they were made by Skechers, so they looked more like shoes. But they, uh, we didn't wear them with socks, and they basically made our feet permanently disgusting smelling for about six months yeah. <laughs> and so i can't wear shoes without socks anymore because Black. of that black uh last one my last thing before we move on to our our last little topic is when i sit down to poop and i might have said this on this podcast before already but when i sit down to poop i know where you're going with this probably nine out of ten times i will audibly say something release the and bracket. <laughs> whether I'm the only one home, whether there are people home, I will almost, even sometimes in public, I will say, it, it, for a long time it was, release the Kraken. <laughs> um, nowadays, more often than not, I'm sitting down, I will take out my phone, and then as I'm browsing through something, I will shout, I'm pooping, I'm pooping, I'm pooping, I'm pooping, bitch. <laughs> so I don't know why. It. I don't know who I'm calling a bitch, but I say it. Yourself. Um, Maybe that's it. Yeah, maybe. I will oftentimes too if I'm having trouble pooping, like if, if it's if it's a tough in if it's a tough one, I will imagine these arrows. 
<laughs> going through my body, like g- starting at the chest and then bending downwards and just pushing everything out of my butthole. Weird. <laughs> and sometimes it helps. So weird. I sometimes, if I'm having trouble, will take off all my clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I do that often as well. It's so funny. My six-year-old nephew, he's, not even, he, he's five right now. He apparently does the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I like to imagine that he still poops in his pants, though. He'll take off all of his clothes and then he'll just squat over his pants over and poop the pants into them and, and then pull them back the up. <laughs> Gross. Yucko. All right. So now we all know, Daniel Day Lewis, you are much more prepared to play us in movies. So uh, thank you, everyone, for sharing. I know some of that could be very personal information. But we are going to move on. If anyone out there has some fun things they'd like to share with us, though, go to Twitter. Tweet at us, at AffableIdiots. Let us know what Daniel Day-Lewis would need to know about you. Finally, we're going to get into our conversation starter. Um, I'm going to skip plugging Apple Idiots. Just go to our stuff. Like it. Subscribe to it. Interact Do it. with us. We love you. Do it. And then finally, yeah, conversation starter. You can tweet your questions to Apple Idiots. Uh, we have a bunch of different ones that we could pull from, but because we have someone here live on the show, I wanted to make this Matt segment. So, Matt, uh, yeah. you have something you would love for us to chat about. Yes, if you were a performer, musical, like a rapper, or usually a rapper, they have these hype men or hype women, and I would like to know what yours would do, act like, say, and and, and all that. That's kind of like what I'm interested in. I, I got inspired by, I was watching Dave, and his hype man, his name is Gata. And, Best character on the show. And it's just like funny, like what this character does, like he knows... The words to, you know, he knows the words to all the songs, so he can, like, you know, do, like, the kind of little, like, the call, not call and response, but an ec- literally an echo. Like, you know, the rapper would say a line, and they would just repeat, like, the last two words of it. And so it inspired me to think of, like, what if I was a rapper, what would my hype man say? Um, so, yeah, that's my, that's my question there. How do you want to do this? You want me to start? Yeah. I would love to hear what you have to say first, so that I can make up an answer that's kind of along those same lines. Okay, okay, okay. So... So, first off, the usual thing is, or what I've seen the most is, like, they will wave, like, a towel around their head. I'm going to stick with that. It's going to be, it's definitely going to be a towel, and it's going to be constantly in helicopter mode going around and around and around. But here's where we go off, off course here. Are you with me? I'm with I'm ready. My, <laughs> my hype man is going to shout off my grocery list, like, what I need. <laughs> While yeah. I am rapping on stage. Nice. So, I, so I'll be rapping, and then the girls will be like, and two cans of corn, and just like put it through and just keep just yes. adding those. But the thing is, I, I need someone who's clever enough to know when to say certain ingredients or things from the grocery store that have certain number of syllables that works. You know what I mean? It works after a certain line in my song. So, yes. so it's like naturally fits in with the, uh, the, you know, the music. The other thing that a hype man does a lot of times is they'll come out at the beginning and they'll like hype up the crowd and they'll be like, oh, who in the building's got their own job? And they'll be like screaming. And it's like, who doesn't need like whatever? Like who doesn't, who's got a car? Like in their both start screaming. And then I want them to get like super obscure and like, and like, pinpoint certain things like who here clips their toenails and you get people because they're, they're, they're going off of what people are saying so like you get the last one and you get a big crowd and then the next one people are gonna like respond big and then you start getting smaller and smaller and you start saying like weird and weirder things to see how many people uh 
follow along with it. So my 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 hype man is definitely a weirdo, and maybe I would just be the hype man for somebody else doing those things. But that's that's basically it. Yeah. Love it. What I what I love about that idea, especially about the groceries thing, is that like <laughs> there are two ways that I could see this working. One is that like he's on the phone with your wife and <laughs> or with your fiance, just saying like listing off all the things that she needs to get while she's at the store, or that you guys are just like shouting this out into the world and hoping that someone that by the time you're done and you get home, all of these things are waiting for you on your front door. <laughs> like, guys, this is what I really need from today. Don't worry about buying merch. Just get my groceries. Yeah. Here's Love what it. we need. <laughs> so, yeah. So it's that kind of thing. And then like the, the, uh, like also I don't want it to be like when I first do it, I don't want to like bring attention to it. I want to see, like see who, understands what's happening you know what i mean like this is he's just reading off a grocery list this isn't this isn't part of his song at all like what is he is, it, is that person even with rapper matt Vieira? is he even with him <laughs> do they even she doesn't even go here doesn't even go here i think that the, i think that the most important thing is though the towel i think is key I think that that's such an yes. That's, that's so ridiculous. Like it's I don't know how it started. It must. I mean, but I get it. Like I ca- I carry a towel around to mitigate my my sweating. Right. Mm-hmm. You can use so the I, same towel. Right. I can use the same towel. But also, it's just like I, maybe like instead of like a little hand towel, like maybe like a like one of those huge beach towels with yes. the, the weights in the corners, <laughs> so they stay on the sand. And so like like, then you can whip people with it. <laughs> Yeah. Or do the thing like get it, get the tip wet. And do the thing like where you pop, <laughs> snap people with it in the audience right in the eye. Ah. So, yeah, or you so could be like Joey Fatone. You could be up in the air, <laughs> and instead of squirt- squirting them, you can just snap them in the face with a towel. That would be perfect. Pop what magnitude? Pop what magnitude? Um, my, I feel like my hype man would be a. He would be a problem. He would be, in my head, he's saying all the things that I know that I can say among friends that I don't say in public. Like, well, like Jesse, when you do something and you're like, oh, God, I forgot to switch my microphone. I'm like, oh, you stupid bitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, we have a rapport and it's funny between us because it's like an inside thing. But then my hype man would be, a, are y'all ready to hear Chad Michael Innes? Yeah, yeah, all you stupid sons of bitches. And like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Oh, what <laughs> Yo, dumb as hell. <laughs> um, that, and then I feel like anytime, like he would be making fart noises into the mic. And I'd yeah. be like, dude, you're, you, you're not me, totally so you don't know that. where I want them. <laughs> yeah, that's 100%. He's just making fart noises and it's like dookie jokes into the microphone while I'm right. So it would be a problem both for the audience and for me, I think. <laughs> I like it. I love that. Um, I think, okay, my hype, my hype person. Uh, let's see. If they're going to be swinging something, what are they? What are they going to be? I think instead of uh, swinging something over their head, it's going to be more literal, uh, and it will be a literal swing that they're on, like a long <laughs> swing, like a porch swing. Stage. But like every time as the swing comes by, uh, she'll say like my anxieties. You were late three times to work. You're going to get fired. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> I so don't like, think does, you locked the door. <laughs> does the swing start out of like view and then the pendulum swing it ends <laughs> out of view and it's just like this like section of the stage in the middle where the person swings by says it and it then it disappears. And disappears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Um so yeah. Remember two nights ago when you saw the spider? You still don't know where it went. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's good. Uh, no one's ever going to love you. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, if they were going to do uh, a thing like with the, did anybody cl- clip their toenails? That sort of a thing. I think they'd be really weird with it and be like, does anybody ever think about their parents and how maybe they would have turned out different <laughs> if they had different parents? And I wonder what that's like. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what I was going for. It's like that. Ty- it's that type of thing. You start. You start real general. You get the crowd going, and then you see how long you can keep the crowd. Keep saying, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." That's yeah. That's me. Do you ever feel like you're not going to be able to live up to the image that you've set for yourself in your mind? But maybe you will. But you don't really know until you get there. And how will you know when you're there? Did y'all shut the stove off before you came here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So weird. Uh, but I imagine the my hype my hype lady on a swing is gonna be she's so elegant. She's gonna have really long, beautiful hair, and she's gonna be like a white lace dress. It's gonna be very like and like those those silky like banners from like Circus Delay, and it yes. just like <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. just the silks. Oh yeah, maybe we'll mix it up. Maybe she won't be swinging the whole time. Maybe she'll be on the silks sometimes. And she'll like she'll bring herself down just low enough to get to the microphone, or maybe she's got a. Uh, a thing on and she'll bring herself down and and pose and then be like remember that time in third grade when you pretended that you knew this person because you wanted to be cool but now everybody knows you didn't know this person and then you go back up <laughs> she could just like, be shouting at no microphones and like people would not be able to un- like kind of understand what she's saying and uh-huh. they're in the front of like what is she saying what is she saying about third grade what did she say what did she say just, and lots of speculation. I love it. Yep. I think that's what my hype person would be all about. Oh. I love it. It's one of those it. things that everybody leaves feeling something different and feeling like they got something different out of it. Uh, yeah. They couldn't quite hear That's the what thing. I would want my shows to be, to be like, you know? I want everybody to feel like they got something different. So nobody's getting just the same thing because then they're not going to feel special, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's wonderful. <laughs> That's great. Thank you, Matt, for bringing that conversation starter to us. If anyone else would like to submit something for us to talk about or answer, uh, you can do so on our Twitter. (laughs) Um, We're going to leave today after we do a little uh, thank you and goodbye to Matt with a parting positive thought. But before we do that, Matt, thank you so much for joining us. You are our first guest, I think, on AAWI. Very exciting. So thank you for popping that cherry for us. Um, You have things that people can find and do and see you do. Uh, Please take a moment to pimp yourself. Yeah, if you, uh, on any podcast services, I do a podcast with a couple friends of mine, and we talk about TVs and movies, and really just kind of anything. It's really just, and I always tell people, it's really just an opportunity for the three of us to kind of like, be in touch and like talk about things we used to do it in person when we had more free time and as life goes on and also this year just being the way it is we kind of just do it virtually so it's the average nobody's it's average nobody's podcast we just talk about we shoot the shit with anything and we love interaction so if anybody wanted to hit us up on twitter we're at average nobody's and again the podcast is wherever you can find podcasts nice dope 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 thank you everyone for listening here's our parting positive thought for today 
Um, this comes from the movie The New Guy. Uh, and it is <laughs> from, I don't remember the, the actor's name. Uh, sorry, the actress who says this one. Uh, it is, denial is not just a river in Egypt. Espresso, your gratitude. <laughs> and tipping is not just a city in China. Three separate thoughts, all very important and somehow positive. <laughs> it's positive. Something about those uh, this week. It's positively a sentence. <laughs> you, that is not false. That is not false. So let us know your scores. Send us your drawings of your house. What Daniel Day-Lewis needs to know about you. And go show Average Nobody some love. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Until next week. Uh, oh, shit. How do we end this? Hugs and kisses. Hugs and kisses. Hearts, Hearts and, and shards. Shards. Shardy, Shardy farts. Shardy farts. <laughs> Bye.